0: out of the Democratic presidential race that clears the path for former Vice President Joe Biden to become the party's nominee. Speaking from one of his three homes, Sanders thanks his supporters and says, Together we have transformed American consciousness as to what kind of nation we can become and have taken this country a major step forward. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says social distancing is working in an effort to slow down the spread of coronavirus, but he's also urging New Yorkers to keep it up. De Blasio also says some data suggests that progress is being made.
1: The hospitalizations have stabilized for a long time. That just kept going up and up. We're now seeing some leveling off again based on only a few days. You're listening to USA Radio News
2: balance of nature changing the world one life at a time every year i go in and see my doctor she says whatever i'm doing it's working just had my physical and the doctor says whatever you're doing keep doing it so my primary doctor she couldn't get over how much better i was doing she said she'd never seen anything like it
1: my doctor says keep it up whatever you're doing keep it up the doctor said she noticed when she first saw me that i was really progressing better so I think it might have something to do with the nutrition that I've been getting from you
2: guys. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or or by going to balanceofnature.com. Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA.
0: Some troubling trends regarding COVID-19 deaths... As we hear from USA Radio Network's Wendy King.
2: New data shows an alarming number of African Americans are succumbing to COVID-19. NIH Director Anthony Fauci.
3: When you look at the predisposing conditions that lead to a bad outcome with coronavirus, the things that get people
4: into ICUs that require intubation and often lead to death, they are just
1: those very comorbidities that are unfortunately disproportionately prevalent in the African American population.
2: That includes diabetes, hypertension, and obesity.
1: Senate
0: Minority Leader Democrat Chuck Schumer is glad acting Navy Secretary Thomas Modley resigned. Schumer is also praising the captain who was relieved of his duties on the USS Theodore Roosevelt. The New York Democrat says the captain spoke truth to power in a letter that was eventually published after it leaked to the media about more than 100 coronavirus cases on the ship. You're listening to USA Radio News.
2: Experience the true taste from the Caribbean islands here in Las Vegas. Jerk Dat is the newest Caribbean American cuisine that just landed in Las Vegas and is located on the east side at 4734 East Flamingo at Boulder Highway. Jerk Dat is the true definition of Jamaican hospitality. The chef who is also the owner is there to greet you and suggest some of his specialties like a jerk chicken or Jamaican oxtail. Open seven days a week call 702-474-0360 to place your order or come on down to the east side at 4734 East Flamingo Road. Monday night is now comedy night at the Artisan Hotel, 1501 West Sahara at the I-15. The fun begins at 8 p.m. Future Role Models Live is presented by comedian, actress, and Second City alum Natasha Pearl Hansen and features some of the best comics from across the country. Tickets are $10 pre-sale through Eventbrite.com and $15 at the door. For bottles and VIP reservations, call 702-214-4000. Must be 21 to attend. Visit ArtisanHotel.com to check out what's going on or what's coming off at the Artisan.
5: Experience the thrill of the grill. John Smith Subs is home of the famous Steak Bomb and other premium deli subs with grilled-to-order marinated sirloin steak, grilled chicken, farm-fresh veggies, and delicious bread baked daily. Our subs are making a name for themselves with quality and flavor. Add an order of piping hot french fries, and you have a meal you can't get anyplace else. Experience the thrill of the grill at John Smith Subs. Visit johnsmithsubs.com to find a location near you.
2: Cool off this summer in beautiful Southern Utah. The Best Western Plus Ruby's Inn is the closest lodging to Brace Canyon National Park, where you can enjoy guided horseback rides, mountain biking, helicopter tours, guided ATV rides, and breathtaking views of the canyons. Ruby's Inn offers the finest in accommodations and amenities, including a full buffet breakfast. Ruby's also has a campground and RV park. You'll find all you need to know about this mountain gem at rubysinn.com. Experience Brace Canyon the way it was intended at the Best Western Plus Ruby's Inn.
5: 7-9.
4: All right, folks, here we go another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing glad to be with you. We got the boys lined up, ready to go. John and Mike going to join us from Baltimore. Hoping against hope. Hope everybody's doing well and hoping the sports will be coming back sooner rather than later. Little light at the end of the tunnel. Golf scheduling events. NBA, NHL, can they get the uh, regular season concluded or is it just dive into the playoffs? NFL drafts coming. NASCAR, maybe? Uh, horse racing continues on a smaller scale, uh, but we're hoping. And it's always fun on a Wednesday. We invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. And let's get the scoop from back east and say hi to the guys, John and Mike. Hello, fellas. How's it going? How's everybody holding up?
1: Hey, Brian. Um, how you doing? We're just uh, we're surviving. We're surviving. We're uh, a lot of fitness just getting our minds right because you know it is going to come back soon like you said you know they're trying to figure out um you know we'll talk about this a little later in the show how to do the mlb season where they're just going to be centered in one state but we'll get into that but you know we're doing it we're i'm at home john's at the office so we're just getting it done
3: so you got the you got the office all to yourself I do. I got a question, real quick. Race one. I'm logged into my TVG account. Race one at Will Rogers okay. is about to go off. We got hooked on a hit: Silver Moon Rising, Tap Indeed, Alex's Bourbon, and Rare Poppy. All right. Here's my question. Right, no, hold on. Hold on. No wait. A minute. It's Will Rogers is going the post
4: yeah but uh, here's I'll tell my you question. We, we, we can do we can give horse picks out here during the show here I'll, go ahead you t- you talk i'm I'll handicap it. how many so, minutes see
3: so here's got? the question when every horse is a chalk horse, I've never seen this if, How do you make money in a race where every horse is chalk? What are the odds across the board? Yeah, it's like the five to two, nine to two, seven to two, you got a one eight to one, you got two scratches. Uh, oh, here we go. I'm the boss right now. Well, I should bet that just because I like the name. Eight to one. Uh,
4: taking a quick pass at it. Uh, the three looks. To have
3: a, th- see Mike, look at it. He's having so much fun now. Yeah, No,
4: I'll say. I think th- th- I got five th- minutes three. to post. Oh, you got five minutes to post. I thought they were in a gate. Um, I think the three gets the lead and the well, four uh, sitting just off the pace. I would do a three, four exact to box.
3: Uh, I'm doing it right now while three, we're talking. Three, three to great. one
4: and six to five. I mean, you, you ain't going to get rich, but like you said. But but the way, the way you would do
3: that... Yeah, so why is a race like that all chalk? That's what I'm asking.
4: Well, I would venture a guess. For starters, a track like Will Rogers, the pool is really small, and... Uh, all of a sudden, somebody's going to make a big bet on somebody, and they're going to go to three to five, and then the others will come up to four to one, six to one. The the, the, the pools are small. Everybody's tink- tinkering around
3: here. So three, four exact-a-box. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> where, where, how much should I put on it? Not much. Do come f- on, I got choices. One, two, three, four on the drop-down. Five, a, ten, fifteen. Do, 15- do a $5 exact-a-box. <laughs> Oh boy! Here we go. Ten dollars cost you ten bucks. All right, I'm in three, four. We got action live on the radio. Yay! I'm so happy. I was telling Mike the other day Sunday, I literally sat there. I was betting two dollar and five dollar exactas and trifectas like a maniac. But you know, it's funny you you get that you get that you get that act. I mean, instead of watching the negative news, it was great, man. TVG's been a savior. Well, yeah, but the 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 crazy thing is that here in Vegas.
4: um, you know you can't it's legislation that because we're in Nevada we can't bet anywhere else and none of the none of the horse apps are open here I mean that's like the worst beat of all time I play horses every day of my life and it's the only thing going and I can't play
3: the horses listen it's hilarious I get uh we I did a thing if you guys want horses call me call me call me you can bet on tvg I got three calls from Georgia one from Alaska and one from Hawaii how's that happen you know, by the way, you know to the the
4: question you asked uh it doesn't have a, no no, it doesn't have a total, but I'm moderately okay with math twenty two forty five eighty eight nine there literally there's ten thousand dollars in the wind pool all right so th- there's just not a lot of money in the pool that's 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 why all you know why it's like that, and,
3: and somebody's probably. Oh, yeah, I see it. Well, the- I see it right here. Ninety-four sixty pull total. Ten thousand yeah. seven thirteen. It just went up.
4: Yeah. Now yeah. the fours at even money, and someone right. bets him even more. He's going to go to three to five. Uh, I don't think it's one to nine. But anyway, the- Mike, the- you-, you you in for a nickel? <laughs> no, leave him out of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, tell him that. Go ahead, just for old times' sake. Tell him that story.
3: I gave him twenty five hundred, and I was like five thousand. Oh, I said, "Here's oh we no, were partners." No, wait a minute, wait a minute. The, the 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 start of the story
4: is you and I were clowning around playing horses together, and we had a really good weekend. So now we had a really good weekend, and then you said, "I'm going to go to the go to the track and take Mike." So we were coming off a really good weekend the day you took him over there
3: right so i just pulled up instead of parking and val you know pulled up and to, to let him off. he ran into pimlico racetrack and i i gave him like five grand half you know i said listen just here's the here's brian's races and i can't he came out with no money
4: <laughs> it was like oh man well, did you said, no no one told it. No every one.
3: race was a nickel
4: dime I, three I, dime. Yeah, yeah well that but the problem is that that only gives you three races the way he was firing
3: man it's a I marathon they were
4: it's a marathon I thought, they Mike. Were locks. thought they were locks there's no such word, you know that,
3: but you know the psychology of this and 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 I'm being serious now for a second for all the radio listeners, you know if you have never wagered on horses, you should consider it from just the enter and i don't you know I always say treat your betting as a business, but there is something to be said for. Disengaging from the media and the horrible news and being stuck in the house and I'll tell you what I literally have a $10 bet right now going and I feel as excited as if I had five dimes on a football game <laughs> That's, it's all relative isn't it <laughs> well just from the you know again it's like what you know between the stock market and this it's great like you know and like I was telling people like when you say limited schedule I mean look there's 17 places look there's the Belarus soccer is being played right now. Um, um, Nicaraguan soccer this evening. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Taiwan has a professional basketball league. They start tomorrow. Um, um, Taiwan has a professional baseball league. Uh, April 11th is opening day. They are playing now. This is I don't know if you guys are following the international news. What they're doing when they're broadcasting the baseball games on TV in Taiwan, what they're doing is they're using uh, virtual reality and creating fake um, audience, an, a fake audience in the stand for the viewers at home, even though there's no one allowed in the stands. It's pretty interesting.
4: Well, and you've got all these faraway places, right? Well, you've got the iNASCAR thing which is pretty interesting, right. and they actually allowed wagering on that here in Vegas over the weekend, uh, Circus Sports. Did they
3: allow event. wagering on the uh, NBA 2K tournament? My son's no. been watching that. Mike's been well, watching no, that.
4: that. That's, that's what I was going to say is that in faraway places, they're doing the the video game, the sim games, and the, yeah. the people are betting this stuff like it's going out of style. Well,
3: it's funny because. zero zero minutes. I'm watching well,
4: I'm watching it. We'll give them the other. Well, the thing, oh, you are. Oh, I like this, that.
1: Okay. With esports, is what I realized what, what John failed to mention was they're pl- they're playing it on Twitch, which is a huge platform mm-hmm. for e games for esports, and it's getting a lot of notoriety, especially right now, where people have the ability to watch a live game, with, even if it's you know a game and it's not real people. But even with the Taiwanese basketball, I mean, sorry, with Taiwanese baseball, that I saw that they were practicing, they're already in masks, so they're basically playing outside in masks. And you know, and to transition in the U.S. with MLB, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see when they do play because right they the said best. they're going to do. They said they're going to do the bubble in Arizona because they have so many spring training stadiums where they're just going to be able to. All the teams will play there. For the time being, and they're going to be quarantined in that area, and they're going to try it out. I don't know if it actually passed or if that's actually going I got, to, I got to happen. I got one thing to say.
3: Come on, four. Come on, four. come calm, on, four. Sorry.
4: Now, just calm down. They're going to. They're, you could be ahead of me. I got them going in. The, again. Oh, yeah, you are ahead of me, aren't you? Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. All right, this, I just lost. I think I'm going like, to lose no, ten dollars.
4: No, no, right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. No, go ahead. Wait, listen, turn it for home. Three just grabbed the lead. Four's looking for room. Turn, you know, you're breathing. You're breathing. Four's going I th- for
3: I tell room. you one thing. There is a level, you're a radio guy. The announcer at this track, they need to get a new announcer.
4: Here we go. Four angles out. Here comes the four. Four angles out. Mike, you're watching. Whoa, come on, four. <laughs> yeah but the three pack did it <laughs> oh man that ain't
3: right. you didn't tell me to bet the four to win eh, loser I said
4: four three four came four two what it come four
3: eight three we'll wait till the, the closer to the end of the show. Hey. While I'll try to recoup my my ten dollars back
1: <laughs> now, Brian, did you see after they played that two k tournament over the weekend on Monday morning, sports center actually did highlights of the two k tournament it it was the I mean, I guess this is what times we're in now, and that's just what it is. But just to see highlights of a video game on Monday morning Sports Center was just... Uh, I just couldn't even believe it.
4: Well, guys, I mean, today was supposed to be the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Tomorrow was supposed to be the start of the Masters.
3: You know, think of that. And Monday was the NCAA championship
4: game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but... We're getting the talk of baseballs. They're going to play games at the spring training sites as a transition. The NHL's been talking about, the NBA obviously had been talking about, had mentioned Vegas, but uh, the NBA's working towards getting back. The NHL, Gary Bettman says he'll make a decision in a couple of weeks, and they're looking at neutral site locations they've been talking about and it's funny, word gets out. They've been talking, uh, the word got out. And I we, we talked about this last week. I've been saying it for like three weeks, right? you got to send them to a neutral place. Travel's going to be the big issue to come. So they're talking about a place like North Dakota for the hockey. And then word came out yesterday. Uh, and we would mentioned you could do do the hockey in Vegas, but they would never do it because Vegas would be playing at home. So it, it would be unfair. At least they'd be sleeping in their own beds. Now they're talking about like Buffalo's eliminated that uh, one of the neutral site locations where they've got their arena and two sheets of ice on the corner of the block of the arena in their big practice facility. They have three three arenas, three sheets of ice, basically within a 1,000 yards of one another. You plop a TV truck down, and you, play, you can play six, eight games a day in one city, and the players are across the street. They're all in the same hotel. They give them a different floor. Uh, You know they're they're starting to kick the tires on how to do this.
1: Well, they also uh, uh, I was watching this earlier today how the UFC uh, Dana White purchased an island. Okay, so he bought an island for fans internationally. Mm -hmm. They're not going to have fans there because they just had a a UFC event a couple weeks ago where they were they had no fan base whatsoever, and it went off fine. Um, They're having another UFC this weekend. But they're basically, sorry, not this weekend, in two weeks, but they haven't announced the location, and they're basically saying that it's probably going to be on this island. People are going to fly in. They're going to have security. They said the last one went off without a hitch in Brazil, and they're going to just go forward with this because their expectation is they don't know how long it's going to be. They don't know if it's going to be another month, two months, six months, and they're just preparing for the fact that it might be like this for – you know, the next five, six months. And everybody, it seems like the NHL and MLB, they're just making preparations as if it goes on longer, we could have just go back to somewhat normality of at least playing, even though obviously we're not going to have fans in the stands.
4: Well, you know, the one thing I, I would say to you, fellas, is it's going to be very intriguing. We know the appetite's there. Ratings will be through the roof on all platforms. The one thing that will be interesting in the transition stage. And yes, no fans, you know, at games for a while. That that's pretty much a given. But the thing that will be interesting is everybody's kind of taking a punch to the gut here and discretionary income to, you know, bet on sports, that'll be a thing. I mean, the the want and the desires there, but, you know, how people, how much discretionary
3: income will they have in the short term? Listen, people are betting on handball. People are dying to bet. I mean, just dying to bet, finding a way to bet, betting on Russian and Czechoslovakian handball. Have you ever watched a handball match, Brian? Uh, the short answer would be no.
1: You probably Mike, you explain it, it to us. I, I just... went to Highlight once. Did
4: I go once well, or so twice. Handball, I've been to Highly twice.
1: basically... Handball is basically it's kind of like hockey, where they're spread around you know a court. There's a goalie, and they're not allowed to run with the ball. They're only allowed to take two steps, and they have to pass it. So what they do is they swing it around, kind of like lacrosse mixture with hockey, but they're playing you know with their hands and they have to throw it in. So they can't use their feet; only the goalie can. And they run it up and down the court, but they can't. I, Every time they run, they have to bounce it. By, so by the way, I mean can't I, actively run.
4: I, I lied actually. Uh, I had. Now that you mention it, I have seen it uh, in the Olympics. Right. And it, it wasn't. It's, it's like uh, Michael had this. Mike, Mike. Well, no, Mike will know this. It's something like um, uh, the the team escapes me. But the, the team that's great at it's like a, it's like a Bulgaria or a, you know it's something like it's, a, there's, it's Croatia. It's Croatia. Right. Yeah, I knew there's like, there like a European block nation that's just like it's their thing. And they're great
1: at it. They're big dudes too. I mean, they're not little guys running up and down. They're big guys. I guess 'cause just there's no NFL or football, you know, American football presence over there. So all those big guys that would they're not particularly soccer players. They play handball or they play, you know. Uh, water polo, so it's 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 unique, but they're they're monsters. I mean, I've seen, you've seen them in the Olympics. They're big guys. They could easily some of those guys that they grow playing football. They could be you know NFL prospects.
4: Well, we got a little good news, right? In terms of golf, you know, setting a slate of games or tournaments, and boy, I, I will say this: if if the good news comes and, and we get back to going and sports returns, the fall is going to be absolutely nuts. You know, with football and golf, in uh, literally September, we may be talking about the NBA or the NHL concluding last year or this year. The the fall will be insane. Just the menu of offerings that are going to be available.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, I mean football is going to be back. I mean, honestly, you know, somebody mentioned this to me the other day. If they have it with no fans, it's not going to be the end of the world. I mean, in a football game, normally the cameras on the field anyway. So, yeah, is it going to matter for the cheering and, you know, the the home field advantage on third down? It's a huge Uh, angle. Thank uh, you,
4: Mike. I I was saying I was having a friendly debate with somebody, and I asked an odds maker mm -hmm. or two, and they're like, yeah, probably. But in terms of the adjustments that would have to be made, uh, home field advantage, if a home, home field advantage is worth three, it's not. It's not that the game is at a certain play. It's the fact that the road team is at a huge disadvantage on offense, with the crowd noise and the problems of communicating. If the fans aren't there, you know the sides will have uh, an adjustment. You know, maybe two and a half, three points. But I'm telling you guys, I gotta believe games with no fans. If odds makers were making the total in a game. 42 and a half out of the gate I th- you'd almost have to make a total in a game like that it should have been 42 and a half but it would be like 47 and a half or 48 because the, the visiting team will be able to do a lot more on offense that they normally can't
1: well and you'll also be able to hear the hits better I mean you got to look at some positives you know with no fans you'll probably hear these massive hits right but i'm but i'm talking no from or. the betting
4: angle i mean the, the, yeah, from there's the betting, a, there's going to be
1: a learning curve that uh,
4: you know it how it'd be like 2 3 weeks watching this stuff that that you watch the games i think will be
1: much higher scoring without fans yeah, and the, obviously that uh, i wonder how long it takes the oddsmakers makers to adjust to that because it's something that's the unknown it's never happened before there's never you know i don't think there's ever been a NFL game without fans. So if that ever comes to uh, fruition and that's the, what's going to happen going forward, at least for this season, um, it's definitely going to be extremely interesting to see, you know, how the dynamic of the odds makers will be is how accurate they will be in the beginning. Or will we have the ability to, to have an edge for the first couple weeks because the odds makers not only don't, the odds makers usually adjust that well early in the season, and you can find, you know, the lines are a little bit softer, but especially when there's no fan base and you're talking about, you know, there's no home field advantage, how much different that will be. Because, you know, I don't think mathematics with, you know, with the odds makers creating a line has an angle that says no fans.
4: <laughs> no, I and just think next year on, Sportsbook, or, uh, on Sports Insider Radio, John, you'll be do- doing the homework assignment and giving us the numbers and you'll have... The without fans numbers
3: and the numbers with fans. <laughs> They'll probably have lines up on that <laughs> without fans. Listen, I'm going to give you the chance to redeem yourself. I'm working uh, on it. I'm
4: working on it. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I like it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? 17 wait, minutes to post. Listen, where is wait, Connor Park? Wait a minute. Wait,
4: wait, wait a minute. What do you mean redeem myself? I said The four. I, 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 no, uh, I mean I okay the Tampa we, we,
3: Bay Downs. Well listen, we can go over to Tampa Bay. We got three minutes to post.
4: <laughs> all right, go ahead. You guys, you know, talk amongst yourselves. I got I'm I'm <laughs>
3: multitasking. I mean, this is like I uh, you like he's gonna convert I wonder how many so you know, for all the people listening, like I said, a lot of people they probably have never wagered on horses except the big three, you know, the Kentucky Derby, the Breeders' Cup and, and the Preakness Stakes. But uh i I wonder the handle the if how many new betters have opened accounts at places like TVG? You think in this whole you know lockdown? You know what I mean? Because I mean, Mike, if you turn on uh, TVG in your house. Within five minutes, you'll be reaching for the credit card. All
4: right, I'll just give you the heads up. You got 21 minutes at Will Rogers and the uh, first-time starter, the seven looks like an overlay to me. Five to one morning lines Uh-oh. up to nine to one. So I I I, I take a little flyer with the first-time starter at Will Rogers. The seven, uh, a couple of gate works, which means the trainer wants the horse knowing what he's doing right out of the gate. Kind of like when I like when I see multiple gate works from a trainer. So the seven at Will Rogers is is one to take a peek at and go. keep going i'll go what rate you got tampa what
3: race six yeah no we're all right we can stick with will rogers so the seven is a five to one shot right now nine to one nine i'm trying to i'm trying to get you a little price, pally see for all you (laughs) listeners out there think about that nine to one nine to one you can't get those odds in sports a little bit of money mike you in text me your credit card number i'm in all right my man uh, I mean, this is like oh, how about Casino okay. Queen? Ah, Tam- that's the chalk. I just like the name. Uh, Tampa Bay
4: uh, six nine. The si- the six looks like uh, it fortifies the horse, but the nine I think has a chance to get the lead. Six nine exacta uh, at Tampa Bay. I'm
3: I'm loading the wagons right go. Not the load. <laughs>
4: Hey, I love. Hey, listen, man. I, I love horse racing. This is this is six my, nine little 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 five dollar action for a ten dollar exacta box. Yeah, I don't know if he can beat the six, but see, maybe a two dollar exacta box six nine and like a five dollar exacta straight six nine. Something Ooh, like that. okay. Yeah, no. The six, about the, a, the six should win. The six should win. I think the nine gets nine gets the lead. Six six gets first run at him. There you go. I mean, but I like that seven at, at Will Rogers. But the the funny thing is, I think horse racing is going to win on the back end of this because I I know you would tinker and clown around it. But you've been watching and paying attention for three weeks now. I think horse racing is developing new fans. Just ask my
3: visa statement if I've been tinkering for three weeks.
4: <laughs> well, I do have a phone, you know. <laughs>
3: Uh, it's I call it the COVID tax, the TVG COVID tax. Hey, how is how is you know? Honestly, God,
4: tell me if you've done this in the in the in the, the the jokes about the moths. Okay, uh, I, I mentioned this the other day, and I I set myself up for it. But uh, in the last whatever it's been, I've gotten gas and used my card. Uh, the grocery store thing, my if my wife. Pays for it, okay. And I'm sitting here. I've been walking around. You know, you carry your wallet because your driver's license. Is in. It's almost like the bad episode. Remember the the Twilight Zone. Mike's younger. Did you ever watch Twilight Zone, John? The Rod Serling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of the course, the, yeah. the Burgess Meredith episode where the, you know he was the librarian and he hated everybody, and then there was the nuclear blast, but he was in the basement of the library and all he ever wanted to do was read, and everybody was gone, and he had nothing but time on his hands, and he'd be able to read to his heart's content without anybody bothering him, his wife, bothering, him, and he he stumbled and his glasses broke. <laughs> it was classy. but it's like mm. I'm looking at my wallet. And there's a sports ticket in my wallet on March 13th. It's almost like the clock was broken then. March 13th. I have not spent a dollar in cash since March 13th. I mean, that's what we're dealing with here. It's nuts.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's totally insane. They're trying to. uh, Mike, didn't you go to a drive-thru? You said they have a thing set up with the credit card now where you don't have to blah, blah, blah. Was that you? You went to Chick-fil-A?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, what they're doing is uh, they're taking the card, so they don't want you inputting the numbers if you're going to use a debit card. Okay. They're taking the card from you, and then – so they're, they're taking precautions. I mean, a lot of places – I went to one uh, Walgreens the other day, and they wouldn't even take a debit card. They said, no cash, no debit. The only thing you do is credit. So you could swipe the card. That's it. You're not touching anything. We're not taking money from you, and you can't use a debit card.
4: All right, so – uh, let's play a game here. Uh, was this a lunch or a dinner thing, Mike? Always dinner. Always dinner. Okay. He, he started with the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, fitness and health and everything, but I somehow, I, I'll have to say uh, his bill was $17.75. There had to be at least three original chicken sandwiches. And probably an order of nuggets and nothing wrong with that. You could eat a, eat the third sandwich the next day. But I'll I'll say he spent, I'll sp- say he spent seventeen dollars at Chick fil A. Mike what, or, or John, what do you got?
3: Oh no way, thirty.
1: Did you kill it? <laughs> no way. No, I, got, no uh, I think Brian, you're within the total. But if I got three chicken sandwiches and a nugget, it would be more than seventeen dollars. Well, but, the what,
4: the chicken sandwich is four
1: bucks. That's twelve, and then the nuggets. All right, but, but you oh, said three chicken sandwiches. So I got one chicken sandwich, spicy deluxe. We got a twelve-piece nugget with fry meal with a large Coke. It's like oh. I went completely off the rails. Okay, I, know, I love, this is what's going on here.
4: There you go. I I love that. Now that that's that's respectable. That that that's fine. But that's like the guy that you know orders six Big Macs and two quarter pounders and a diet Coke.
1: I'm glad you guys are enjoying betting on my Chick-fil-A order. <laughs>
4: what, what? What? What's the whole premise? That the people are anxious to bet on something.
1: We're losing it. That's what it's coming down to. So what I'll do is next time I uh, go to a uh, a nice establishment, I will let you guys know, and you guys can send your answers in, and you know, give me an over/under.
4: Because it's that kind of kind of time. You want to go... Uh, uh, now now turn your volume down uh, on the race.
3: Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, they're, they're going in the gate of Tampa Bay. We said six nine. Let's see. What, let's see if the nine can get out of the gate. But a, a crazy betting story. Uh,
3: Kenny White. There's got to be people listening to this radio show that are actually betting this race right now. I know it. I would hope so. Uh, six nine. Six the, nine. The, the, uh, lock it up. When we so, worked six, at, nine, six,
4: at LVSC <laughs> with Kenny White, our good friend, we had a friend, Jason Bean. The kid was amazing. He was just he was a brilliant kid. We used to be in the offices, and we would bet. And our offices was was on Sunset Road. Right at the runway. Yeah, I mean, literally big bay windows in the runway and the planes. We we would be in there betting on what would the next plane be coming in. I mean, to the point where, like, I'll be at home now, and at one forty in the afternoon, I hear the rumble go. Oh, that's the Virgin Atlantic going to England. You know, this kid. This kid used to, the the one day we were golfing, and and he'd bet yes, no on putts Oof. and all this stuff, other stuff. uh oh, we got it. We got a speed. Up. There, Oof. hey, I called that. I said the nine would get the lead. Right? Man, like a
5: rocket ship.
4: I said nine would get the lead, six would have first run. Like a rocket. But I don't know if the nine can sustain it. Can we hold that three off? Can we hold the three off? Come uh, on. Come on. You're ahead of me, but what we thought would happen happened. The nine got the lead. Come on. You're ahead of me. You're ahead of me. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't sound good. doesn't sound good. (laughs) You know what? I'm I'm we're going to cash it right if we,
3: um, we can keep that four well, back. I him, well, I got him. I got
4: him, I got him turning for home with the the six. Just took the lead from the nine. Oh
3: uh, man, the four is torturing me. Nine, Twelve to one shot. Nine, nine started mm. back in the
4: Yeah, nine got the lead. I can, can lead. just picture, man. I can just picture. Brian, I can just picture him at uh, it. Oh, uh, that was brutal. So see, this the is the stuff. Where, like literally, my heart shit. rate just went up. All right, I think the four might beat the six. The four like might he's beat the favorite. The horse right
3: now. Yeah. There you go. I'm gonna, oh, man, I'm going to have to reach for the credit card.
4: <laughs> well, you got the seven at Will Rogers.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the six fight back. Look fighting at that back. four, man. Look at that four go. Uh-uh. Wow. Six is fighting them. Photo finish. I don't think six, so. Four. I, I, they can go around ten
4: times. The four ain't going by the six.
3: So, for anybody that's never watched a horse race, you talk about, like, when you hear about getting faked out, and you're you you you're re- winning a game at halftime, and you're real happy, and you're real excited, and then all of a sudden you go, what happened to my team in the fourth quarter? That's what I just watched. Whoa, look at that, 122,454 on the win shot. Look at that. In the wind pool. What is it? Win pool. That's it's, insane. Uh, th- so,
4: just so you know, this is Tampa Bay. The total amount of money wagered on mm. race five at Tampa Bay was eight hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars and change.
3: They got uh, they got ten bucks for me in that number.
4: <laughs> right, don't don't let the seven go by the boards at Will Rogers, and then
3: our work here is done. I got you know I'm gonna go a little heavier I, I, listen, on the seven. I gotta, what, 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 I gotta make up for it.
4: I said I said listen, <laughs> I thought the nine could get the lead on the six and it played out that way. The bottom line is the nine just wasn't good enough and he packed it so,
3: in. So let me ask you for all the listeners out there looking for value in horse racing, would you have been able to would you have handicapped that twelve to one shot or was that kinda like just like that's just part of racing? You know, and on a serious note here for the listeners we're making levity about us being degenerates, betting ten dollar races. But like that twelve to one shot if you re went back and Look at it after the fact. Is there was there value in that race horse, or it's just it was his day? You know what I mean?
4: No. Well, by the way, so you know that was a maiden race, and the the horse that had the best past performances was the eleven. But those races were on turf, so we you threw the eleven out, and the six. Uh, you know, what I mean, oh no, we're know we're Tampa Bay, right? we're Tampa Bay now. Tampa Bay, That's
1: right, 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 right.
4: Uh, no, I mean, this, they got here. got to punch it back up. The no, the six just completely made sense, and and he showed his class there because they, you know the the four had him came right up to him, and he just stared him down. They could have gone around ten times. He never would have gone by him uh, in terms of what did the four bring to the table. I thought the nine could get the lead, and cheap horses get the lead. Maybe get brave on the front end, and the nine got the lead. Uh, and the six was as we said he'd get first run at the nine. That's what we how we thought it would play out. And he did, but the nine just wasn't good enough. What was it that it, you could have made a case for the four? Um, no, wait a minute. Did they just change races on me? Yeah, they did. I got my daily racing form thing up here, and it just clicked to the next race. So the four horse, love the jockey Leslie Maywing, and this one just missed by a half length as a runner-up last time at seven furlongs at the distance. Uh, but is it a nothing special horse, but just actually was in – moderately decent form, um, and it really gave the six everything uh, she could handle in that race. But uh, cheap horses, though, that, that's what, you, in a race like that, that was pretty formful. You know, but with the cheap horses, the, the bomb can go off at any moment because the favorite can run right. out. I mean, the favorite can run out. If you get a three to five or a, a two to five horse that runs out in a big field, the show prices could be almost as big as the win prices, which sounds nuts, but it's true. Mm-hmm. What, what, here, I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give you one other little little. Nugget. If you ever see an entry, right, 1-1-8, one, one, two horses are going, but they're coupled in the wagering. And if you handicap the race and say, for argument's sake, they're 3-1, to one, uh... If you look at it, and you know, what, usually what they do, they put a speed horse in, and a horse, to, and the speed horse sets it up for the closer. But in a perfect world, if they're both sitting on a good race, and you think uh, not only should one of them win, but you think both of them have a chance to win, you're better served to bet the, the bet that entry to place, because if both parts of the entry run first and second, those two horses are scooping the entire place pool. Oh, port- you mean you don't even have to bet? You don't even have to bet the win. Well, I'm saying that like, if say the horse is uh, say he's two to one, right? Uh, the entry's two to one, but if you think they can run one two, hammer the place because the place price can actually be bigger than the win price because they scooped all the money out of the place pool that would normally go to two horses. So the place price can Got actually it. be as high or bigger than the win price if you think an entry can win and run second. There you go. Just a little
3: little, little betting yeah, and tip. Yeah, and and again, it it, it is – here's the question that somebody asked me, and I want to – you know, in and, and is that we obviously have people like David Miller and all the other guys that we know and hey, by the that way, are they're, professionals. They're, they're starting to bet your seven. I just want you to know. Okay. <laughs> Listen, He's they're professional to to sports bettors. <laughs> they make a living, professional sports bettors, right? How many people do you think – are professional horse bettors as in just sitting home betting horses for a living
4: in this town
3: A lot. no just period like in the country
4: uh,
3: it's just grinding you know it's a
4: it's a grind yeah no horse racing is a grind it's an entertainment thing you don't get don't get mauled uh yeah, you, you want to survive, and you can make the big score, but it's a grindy kind of thing. But I, there's some really sharp people here in Las Vegas. And it's always been one of my pet peeves uh, with TVG. I'm not shooting holes at these guys. Uh, but when they, they promote horse race, oh, there's a $2 million pick-six
3: carryover in San Anita. Every second of every minute they do it. Yeah,
4: yeah. and you're like, yeah, great. So what? The, the average guy has 50 bucks in his kick to go bet horses. And you're going against syndicates playing 2 and 3 that $4,000 tickets trying to take down. You got no shot. I mean, you're literally trying to catch lightning in a bottle, but they promote that like and I get it. Hey, great, big payday. But the average guy A can't afford to bet it and B has next to no shot of hitting it. So they should be promoting right, 50 so cent we, pick threes and dollar pick threes 50 cent pick fours that the guy can you know make an eight eight to twelve dollar bet and have a chance to win a
3: thousand or two you know they're, they're just they're promoting the wrong stuff so so let me ask you on horse racing comparison to sports so did you bet the this cent? race five horse seven is getting bet down right boat on tap right so no 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 race, no, kept... no
4: race two Right, I'm sorry. Race two. Will Rogers, race two. The seven. Right. He was nine to one. He's down to six to one. Okay, so uh, he's putting the bet in, Mike. Hold on. I know. Am I wrong?
3: Am I wrong? (laughs) Uh, I just dropped the hammer on him. Oh man! (laughs) Definitely
1: going for the credit card when this is over. Oh come on! I I got a better. I got a better winner for this race. Hold on one second. Hey Lindsay, which horse
4: do you like to be in the more? Oh, now see, now see, no, see.
1: She that. said this. Look, she didn't even hear because it's not on speakerphone. She said seven. And a girl. Oh my God! That's the, so
3: that's now crazy. here's that's the, the
1: question: you know. when when the when the when the horses
3: are getting bet down, we're talking about like when you're talking about Kenny White. Always says my number's my number. I don't care which way it moves. Um, the question is. If you're a tracker or if you're an odds tracker and you're tracking money coming in on certain horses, is that a valid strategy for the newbie or is that just like in sports a losing strategy? Because no. as you know and I know, me and you worked out of the Don Best offices. We'd watch money coming in on the screens, and it was in the end of the day, it was 50-50. I mean, if you followed every steam move on a Don Best screen, you're still 50-50 losing juice at the end of the season. No, I mean, you
4: absolutely want to look at the board, and you can see will pays into the race you're you're, you're uh, working on. Uh, you see where money kind of had come in uh, in the beginning, but it could it could veil it because if they've got the pick three going, they don't need to bet the horse to win, so it isn't taking the money on the back end as much as it is on the front end. But I would think uh, in a lot of instances you could sit there and look at a race, but you look at the double in the next race, and you could see – if a horse is six to five in the race coming up, they're going to the gate, and uh, the five horse is six to five, and the eight horse is seven to one, right? But then you look at the daily double prices, and you know the five eight is paying sixteen dollars, and but the uh, and the eight eight is only paying like twenty four dollars or like not a lot more. You're sitting to go. Wait a minute. The horse that's 7-1 to one in this race is really live in the daily double pool, and it gives you a tip-off that the horse is live in this race. They Somebody invested their money in the double, not the win pool. So yet you absolutely, for little tipping points, can play the board, or at least pay attention to the board.
3: Right, but what I'm saying is from people like to track football line moves. They see a line went from six and a half to a key number seven to seven and a half. Right when you're at post, and you know, David Miller has a strategy where he'll bet certain dogs at post because the money's coming in on the favorites. When you're sitting there and you're actually immersed in horse racing, you're trying to actually not do it for entertainment, like everything, you're trying to make a positive return on your money, chasing the horse that's getting bet down is that over long term is that a winnable strategy no, blindly no, or no. Not blind. that's what i'm asking no you. no no but
4: it's because it, there's there's always a there's two trains of thought you know like uh, when a horse uh a 10 to one horse opens two to one you know uh did the barn bet it or you know but, but somebody pumped the pump the the horse on the front end you go. Wow! This horse took a lot of money on the front end. There's early money and late money. Uh, I trust the late money better than I do the early money. Because I, I think a lot of I okay. think a lot of the sharp money comes in late.
3: Got it. And what about you, Mike? How do you How do you analyze the horses
1: when you're betting? I uh, pick my <laughs> favorite numbers. It's like the lotto.
4: All right, Michael, you, get, now, you they're getting ready to go in the gate here. We'll, we'll let John concentrate on, on the 7 uh You getting ready for the NFL draft, bud?
1: Yeah, I've been doing uh, – you know, I've been tracking it. it. It's very unique. Some teams are extremely worried about uh, the – you know, especially the Ravens. Us, we, the Ravens, you know, as we – that that's like the Twilight Zone. Talking about the Ravens, I feel like that was like ten years ago. <laughs> but uh, – but um, they're worried about the security angle of these Zoom conferences when they're going to be communicating with everybody of their officials from home, and they're worried that you know they can get compromised, and people, other teams, are going to know their strategies and what they're going for. So, I mean, that it's an added element that none of us could have ever predicted. A lot of these players never really got a proper workout, a team workout, if they waited a little too long until the quarantine started. So there's a lot of question marks. I mean, some people are going to find and get players that, you know, probably would have been drafted higher if they had those personal workouts. And, you know, that could be a possibility for any team where because of the lack of um, having, you know, the medical professionals go over those guys that were hurt going into, you know, the end of last year, like Tua, I mean, nobody really knows. Yeah, you could watch that YouTube video that he posts – and it looks like he's doing really well and he's running a you know a 7 second you know a cone drill but you can't really get a real scope on him because you can't be around him and you can't have your medical officials around him so i mean it's it just puts an added element to the entire process i mean it seems like we're changing every facet of life day by day every day i wake up there's just something different that we have to expect going forward and um it's just a lot of uncertainty. So am I excited? Yes. Just something to look forward to some new event. I'm a little bit tired of watching, you know, reruns of the NBA finals and they had Monday night football on, on Monday night from 2006. I mean, and they're playing it with commercials, just like if it's a live game. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's just been a huge transition, especially for our business and me being a huge fan. um, It's just really, Taking a different approach to every single night, you know. Where usually I uh, decompress by watching sports at night, and we just don't have that availability nowadays. So we just got. I'm trying to decompress watching sp- horses, but it's not working. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know.
4: On, on to the next thing, let's bet the NFL draft. <laughs> but it, it's amazing the offerings that are out there for that, Mike.
1: Yeah, I mean they're there. I mean, seeing which players are going to get drafted. Um, over under rounds positions how many quarterbacks will go in the first round how many wide receivers will go in the first round I mean these are all bettable opportunities but it just you know for me personally it's never been my forte it's more been an entertainment for me just like you know a lot of the props during the season I don't do I really only do props in the Super Bowl so you know it's all there if you want to bet on something trust me there are opportunities out there they have Taiwanese basketball starting. They're going to have Korean baseball starting. They have Belarus soccer. They have Nicaraguan soccer. There, I just saw that uh, Germany Bundesliga is looking to start up mid-May. So you know they're 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 going to get back to normal. Obviously playing without fans, but I think be- sooner than later we're going to start seeing the league slowly figure out a way to play. Um. And I think that's going to bring some normalcy to this whole insane world that we're living in right now and the current situation that we're in.
4: John, you know, the crazy thing is we talk about, you know, football's up and running, then college basketball starts, or when new sports come in, where sometimes guys ease their way into it. The crazy thing is, if this all plays out the way it, it conceivably could, I mean, everything's going to be coming out of the gate at once. I mean, so we always talk about the money management aspect of things. There's just going to be so much on
3: the menu when this returns. That's going to be uh, quite the challenge. Well, I mean, it's going to be the challenge to focus clients, especially on trying to follow a system, because they're going to be so happy to just wager on anything. I am a little interested to see how this thing can get done in in, um, in Arizona. I guess I'll take in the more of the negative approach where – I just can't see that these athletes would quarantine themselves for four months, leave their family, and uh, play baseball. But I guess if the, it's like everything else, if the price is right, the price is right.
1: Well, and also, I think with with betters that I and I, I don't know if this is going to be accurate or not when it does come to fruition. But I think what's going to happen because of this layoff, um, the betters from an advisory standpoint from our business. Uh, betters are going to be you know in that position like we got this they're going to give it like we don't need help we we could figure this out because they haven't had that losing streak they haven't felt it because it's been so long so it might take them a couple weeks maybe a month to really realize how hard it is betting with emotion and to get back on track with an advisor because look we're going to be ready we've been we're not taking time off right now we're still you know being able to whether it's stay mentally focused And just, you know, like our friend David Miller hasn't been on the show in the last couple weeks. If you follow him on Instagram or Snapchat, you know, he's working out like me every day, just keeping his mind right. And he knows when the opportunity comes, which it's going to come, we're going to be right back at it and we're going to be killing it. Hey,
4: on a serious note, just as a point of information, you know, we're on opposite ends of the country. Uh, How are things playing out? in Baltimore you just describe uh, life what you're here and there uh, you know the the grocery stores so, the, the, just give us the lay of the land on the other side so, of the country So
3: this morning I had a I had my annual physical this morning um, on my laptop called on an app called Telehealth so everything but the blood work the me and the doctor were one-on-one it's it the where because doctors are not seeing patients right now dentists are closed obviously um he informed me that in the last 48 hours the we've had an in ex- a, a huge increase that we have two hospitals very close to our office each currently right now have 30 covid positive patients uh we have in our county 1% we have about 900,000 people that live in our county and we have about we have about 1% about 900 actual confirmed cases of that 900, we have about 120 that are actually in the ICUs. So, you know, again, remember, we're we're near Johns Hopkins. Johns Hopkins is up the street from us. So, you know, the, these guys are tracking. They're the ones providing the the graphs and the numbers real time. And what he basically said is that every place else is about two weeks on the East Coast behind New York, and then everything everybody else behind is about three to four weeks behind New York i.e. Nevada, California, Utah, Oregon. So all these places that seem really unscathed, it's not that they're unscathed. It's just that they're about two to three weeks behind
1: New York.
4: How about life for you, Mike?
1: I mean, look, I'm staying home. Uh, Really, the only times I go out are to the grocery store or to just take a walk or a hike, you know, social distancing, wear my mask anytime I go out, gloves, And really just staying to myself, I mean, I think if we all do our part and really hunker down for the next month or so, I think the curve will flatten the curve and and things will start getting back to normal somewhat because it just seems like a lot of people early on, unlike other countries that were directed not to leave their home, just took this for granted and they just did what they wanted to do and they thought it was kind of like a mini-vacation because there wasn't any, you know, people were home from work, but they were still, still going out and doing things and hanging out at parties. And I think it's now, it's real. And, and more people are taking it seriously where they're having birthday parties over Zoom. They're having, you know, get-togethers over Zoom, happy hour over Zoom. Well, so it's today, I think today is switched over.
3: Today also, Brian, is Passover, um, so people are having Passover meals over Zoom this Sunday. You'll have Easter Sunday. People that normally get together and extended event, they'll, they'll do the Passover over. And when I say Zoom, any type of web web chat interface, right. um, You know. So again, you, you know, this is where you know I think that I don't see people running back into movie theaters at the Red Rock anytime soon. Let's put it that way. <laughs> By the way, happy Passover. And- Oh, thank, you. No. thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, but it's interesting. My so listen. My mother made uh, matzo ball soup for my kids, because they begged her for it. So now, when I get off the radio show, this is how it's going to work. She's gonna. I'm gonna text her when I'm in front of the house. I'm going to stay in the car. It's like the it's like the back alley drop off of cash between the BMs. We're going to drop. We're going to make a move on the matzo ball soup. She's going to come out. She's going to put the matzo ball soup on the on the on the in front of the front door. She's going to padlock the front door. I'm going to give the all clear. Then I'm going to go grab the soup and run to the car. This is what it came down to, Brian. It's amazing. But
4: but the, you can't eat the soup in the car. That would that would be eating matzo ball soup in a car. That would be distracted
3: driving. That would be distracted drive. But just the fact that we, like, literally, we have a game plan. If you saw the text in j- exchange, you would think we're planning uh, a heist, the matzo ball heist.
4: <laughs> Sportsinsiderradio.com. Uh, uh, it's always a treat talking with you guys. Everybody's good, though, right? You guys staying healthy?
3: Staying healthy, Brian. Cycling, walking, staying to ourselves.
4: All right, boys. We'll do it again next week. Stay safe. Uh, and we invite you guys to check out the website at SportsInsiderRadio.com. And don't forget, you can check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. You can get hold of John and Mike. And they'll be back for another edition of Sports Insider Radio next Wednesday. It's the Vegas Voice, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com.
0: USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Dr. Anthony Fauci, a member of the White